0: Hello, I'm Zanzi, and welcome to episode 313 of the Farmers Inside Track podcast. My name is Duncan Masiwa, and I'm your host for this episode powered by Agri Enterprises. Now, supporting women in farming is not only a matter of gender equality, but also a strategic imperative for sustainable development, food security, and economic growth. Of course, empowering women in agriculture benefits individuals, communities and societies at large. Now, Agri-Enterprises understands how crucial it is to provide women with the resources, knowledge and opportunities they need in order to thrive as farmers and agricultural leaders, which is why they have a program dedicated to women in agriculture. Here to have this conversation with us, we're joined by Banelise Msangu who is Agri-Enterprise's Rural Development Coordinator. And she's, of course, joined by Nokukainya Klele, spokesperson for the Imisebe Agri-Services. Panalisa, thank you so much for joining Farmers Inside Track. You as well, Nokukanya.
1: Thank you so much for having us.
0: I'm so excited to be having this conversation with you. I think I'll start with Nokukanya. What inspired you to become a part of the Women in Farming program and farm in a cooperative?
1: Growing up, Duncan, I had a backyard garden. We actually saw that during the year of 2019, I just started making more money out of the garden. And that just started bringing the source provider of food in our community to my family and friends. Therefore, decided to know what no man actually I can turn this into a business. Hence why, when the opportunity to join the Women in Banu with other enterprises and momentum, presented itself. I actually just took it with both hands and decided to apply and actually got through. So towards the end of the program, actually, because it was a competition and people were supposed to win funding and resources, we decided to form a cooperative because we just wanted to give that opportunity to more people to actually win instead of just one person getting the prize. That's how Inusemi came about.
0: It's always so inspiring to hear how more and more women are getting involved within the agricultural space. Banilise, can you tell us more about the different types of farmers that are involved in the program?
2: Thank you so much, Sankin, for having me, and I'm looking forward to engaging with you. Going back to your question, what are the different types of farmers that we have within the program? We're talking about a dynamic group here. The Women in Farming program is a thriving community of 60 participants, each with a unique story to tell. We've got a rich mix of farmers and entrepreneurs, including those specializing in crop, animal, and poultry. Well, what's fascinating is that they are all relatively new to the game. Just like Nobukanya mentioned, she started her agri business in 2019, having embarked on their farming journeys in just under five years ago. So you can expect a wealth and fresh of insights, ideas, and determination as we delve into the world of these incredible female farmers.
0: Now, of course, farming is not easy. It's never been easy. Gukanya, what are some of the unique challenges that women face in farming and how have you personally overcome them?
1: Being a woman and being in farming, which is a male-dominated industry, people just do not take you serious. For some weird reason, they think that men are doing it better than how women are. Also, some of the challenges that we face is to be a farmer and to go into farming requires a lot of manpower. For instance, in our garden, we had to put up tunnels ourselves. We had to put up posts. So every it means we would eat about boy for the day, that's what we did. <laughs> we actually just covered almost everything. Cause one day you are a farmer, the next to keep a matcha, the, the, the next day we just putting up a post to go so it has been challenging in that sense. However, because we are passionate about farming and we love what we do. So we wake up every day and we tell ourselves, you know what? We're going to do this. This is what we have to do. We're going to do it. And actually, we as women, we have a challenge of actually showing abundance our boundaries. So I and we want to do this. I equal and tell you you cannot do because you are a woman.
0: Can I just say, I love that she's switching over to the neck feel free to switch it up every now and then with English and your home language. It's definitely inspiring to hear how farmers overcome some of the challenges that they face. In the agricultural sector, it's definitely it's home to some of the most resilient people in the country. Banalise, maybe share some success stories with us from the program that highlight the impact on women farmers.
2: I'd love to share some remarkable stories that truly illustrate the transformative impact that the program had on the women. And I want to make real-life examples. Number one, we have a farmer located in Peter Maritzburg called Non Gubane. Her story is nothing short of inspiring. Not only has she become a thriving farmer, but her farming techniques have ignited a farm rate of pollution in her community. Now, here's where it gets truly extraordinary. Through the program, Non domisos has been received informal training in constructing tunnels and rain collectors. Armed with these skills, he aims to turn them into a thriving business, benefiting not only their family, but their entire community. And it doesn't stop there. Their children witnessing this success are inheriting a legacy of resilience and innovation. Then there's Inmisewe Agri-Services, a true testament to what determination can achieve with limited resources, built a thriving agri-business, fostering strong bonds within their group and the wider community. And lastly, Let's not forget Paula Sibis, who's a new founder of a market in the world of training. Her journey has been a remarkable lesson in confidence building. I mean, these stories showcase the far-reaching effects and impact of the programme, impacting not only the lives of these women, but their families and communities, creating an effect of empowerment and success.
0: Wow, it's inspiring to hear how access to development and support can really change the lives of not only farmers but an entire family and perhaps even a community. And and definitely Banalisa, I think Agri Enterprises is definitely setting a great example when it comes to development within the agricultural space. Nokukani, I wanna go back to you. How has your participation in the program empowered you as a female farmer?
1: Joining the program, at first, as a farmer, you actually know how to plant more we tomorrow, actually lab. Now the program starts when you have to transform that and make it into, and actually turn it into a business, which I think is where most people are lacking right? from the rural communities. We don't actually have those skills to say, I'm changing this now into a formal business. So being part of the program really empowered us in that sense to say now we are able to walk into a room full of business people, talk about a business conversely, talk about our revenue streams, which is something, several my words now that we are familiar with, At first, it was something that just, wow, okay, but now we understand and we're able to communicate and actually just think out of the box, business landing. like, Imaginating is a richan, which is something. So the program has really empowered us in that sense. How to actually go about in business management, how to manage a money,
0: and those are definitely important things and skills for farmers to have, and it's inspiring to hear that the program has benefited you in that way say what types of skills and training are provided to women in the program to enhance their farming abilities?
2: Well, at Agri-Enterprises, we believe in empowering female farmers, not just with knowledge, but with really hands-on skills as well. During the first phase, which kick-started in 2022, the program took a comprehensive approach in achieving this goal. The program saw the rollout of training, which focused on three fundamental modules – poultry, multi and the art of business management. But it didn't end there. Because we understand that everyone, even new business owners, can do with some guidance. We've assigned a mentor to each business, ensuring a constant source of support and wisdom. So through this mentorship, participants have acquired a range of invaluable skills. They've grown skills in negotiation. They have been learned to construct their own agricultural tunnels, and master the fine art of improving their businesses. So it's not just about education, it's also about rolling up your sleeves, getting your hands dirty, and coming out with the expertise to thrive in the farming world.
0: Noka how do you think does being part of a cooperative help in promoting women's participation in farming?
1: Once people believe that, our cooperatives do not work because somehow people just fight and when it's actually time to reap our benefits of their hard neighbour. With us, it's, in service, it's very different because we are now sisters. We are a family. We are more than just a cooperative. And also the game of numbers with us, yes, benefits are so mastered. We each have a much strong points now, now, to spend money with this kind of skills. So in that sense, when put together, we are able to actually make it work. Like how I am here today and just speaking for the whole cooperative. Somebody is busy when the ama books in. Somebody is busy managing ama crops. We have we um, production manager, we we food, we am we We have we are we So in that way, it's really working for us. And also to understand what we had other businesses before we to form the cooperative. So in a sense, we all know what it takes to actually make a business work. So now being in a cooperative with one other, we're just bringing those different skills together and to that one big, beautiful family.
0: That's beautiful to hear, yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, you've talked about the challenges. You've talked about how the program has assisted you in leveling up as a farmer. Have you been able to market and sell your products? And please don't be shy to share some numbers as well.
1: We have one take agreement with a restaurant, which is in Globe, Bellevue Cafe. But people have just started coming to us. You know, our mentor always talks of the bees coming to the flower, and we are actually witnessing it as it is. This one time we're just harvesting, and then people just started coming in from the road to say, I want a bag of spinach. Can I please have four bunches of spinach? We've just been sending since last week on Tuesday, and we've been sending about 100 punches everything. That means a thousand rents in our pockets, everything. So oh. business has been going really good.
0: Yeah, that's amazing Yeah, we're talking about something much bigger than just skills development. We're talking about economic empowerment. What are some of the economic benefits that female farmers have experienced through this program?
2: Well, Duncan, the Women in Farming Program has witnessed a few remarkable economic transformations, which were life-changing for some, just as Kanye mentioned now. The top 10% of the participants received a financial boost of eighty thousand Rand per business to kickstart their agribusiness dreams, whilst the COVID-2 farmers have been equally supported on their paths to financial independence. This injection of capital has not only helped them find their footing, but has also empowered them to strengthen their businesses, ensuring that they have a reliable source of income. And that's not all, trust me. Over a period of two years, this being phase one and phase two, the women continue to receive stipend support from the agrisita, which ensures their sustainable growth and success within the agricultural sector.
0: So that is impressive. We're talking about big numbers here. But Elisa, I think I am definitely in the wrong career.
1: Oh man, we are taking up space now, so yeah.
0: It is lovely to hear it. Nokokanya, in closing, what are your future goals as Imisebe, and what can we expect from the corporates of going forward?
1: As Emisebe, our future goals is to actually grow our business because we are currently occupying the thousand squares So we are looking at growing and actually hopefully own a farm in the near future. And also we've identified a market with the help of our mentor who has been by our side through the Kandine Tawo field and Vanessa over here. So we've identified a market and actually decided to create another wing of the business whereby we help other small-scale farmers with our other businesses, whereby we offer services of then preparation We help people prepare their land, we help them plow, we help them actually have planning programs and things like that going forward. But we really, really do hope to have our own farm whereby we are able to save. One of us actually wish to go and study next year to do NQF level five with I3A and then two members of the business will actually concentrate in poultry, and two will do crop and the other two will do financials and business management. So that we are able to actually, when one day um, a chance presents itself to actually own a farm, we are able to just come together and say, yeah, we can still make this work and venture into other agricultural things.
0: It's quite heartwarming to hear that farmers are so future-focused. It's not about just surviving from day to day, but you're actually thinking about where you're taking your business and possibly how you can level up and commercialize, and and that's definitely very important. Noku in agriculture, you need people, you need role models, you need mentorships. Do you have any role models or support structures in the farming industry that have inspired you along the way?
1: We have been very lucky to actually meet people who are willing and who are helping us grow. The mentorship of Tabo Olifir has been amazing. Vananese has been with us through every step of the way, agri enterprises or so momentum. Those are the people who actually gave us a stepping stone to see we are now farmers, we are now doing this, to even have dreams of actually owning a farm just because of them that we are able to say today, we are making money, we are waking up every day, and this is what we're going to do. So we're very grateful to the opportunity. And yes, we're still going to do more, we still want to do more because we live by the side, man. We love farming.
0: I love it for the love of the land. Banalisa, there's a woman somewhere listening to this conversation right now and they want to maybe help. What is your message for our listeners who may be interested in supporting any of the women involved in this program?
2: So to the nationals at home, I want to leave you with this powerful message. Behind every female farmer is a story of resilience, determination, and untapped potential. By supporting female farmers, you're not just only investing in agriculture. You're investing in the future of communities, in sustainable food systems, and the unstoppable spirit of women who are shaping the world one harvest at a time. So, if you'd like to support the farmers, do visit their social media pages, see the quality that they produce, or better yet, visit their farm site.
0: That was, of course, Banelise Msangu, who is the Agri Enterprises Rural Development Coordinator, and she was joined by Nokukai Nketle, spokesperson for the Imiseve Agri Services. Of course, you can read more on this topic by visiting www.foodformzanzi.co.za. That's a wrap for today's episode. And remember to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode. From me, Duncan Wasua, our technical producer, Megan fander and the rest of team Food for thanks for listening.
1: Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong.